Hey everybody, this is John from JohnLoomer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where I grab another friend from social media marketing world. We sit down at the virtual bar. We get drunk on social media. So today, I welcome to the bar Mr. Josh, Josh, Mr. Josh Parkinson from Post Planner. How you doing, my man? Doing well, John. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. So, before we get going, you know the rules. Uh, as part of the social media pubcast, you're required to have a beverage of some sort. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. Somebody can be responsible if necessary. Although, that said, the last two guys have had Cokes, uh, Coca-Cola, uh, uh, Coke Zero, and Diet Coke, to be precise. Can't believe you let them on the show, John. Well, Can't I could. I, yeah, I couldn't really. Higher standards, my friend. I know I couldn't really kick them off once you know once they once we started. I would have felt kind of bad. But you know, meanwhile, each time I have a beer. So, uh, what, what you got there today, my friend? We got a little cognac. Ooh, you're going. See, no one's going that hard. I, I had uh, uh, Emmerich uh, from Agora Pulse. He had a bottle of champagne, but again, I don't think he op- I don't think he opened it. Uh, and what? He, yeah, yeah. And, but he, he's the one who had the Coke Zero. So, you know, it was, was kind of weird. He had a Coke Zero and a bottle of champagne. But uh, the, the first guy, though, it's, see, it's, it's the younger dudes. I need more of you guys. I had uh, Mike McSudi. You know Mike? Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Post Rocket. And he had a beer. Because uh, he lives in a house of seven guys. Like, they always got something in the fridge. So, what kind of beer are you drinking, John? I'm drinking a Smithix. You familiar with Smithix? Nah, nah, I don't know that one. It is spelled like Smithwicks, uh, but it is Irish. It's an Irish ale produced by the Guinness folks. So apparently you're supposed to pronounce it Smithix or Smithix, something, something like that. That's what oh, I'm nice. drinking. Let's yeah. try one of those. It's good. It's good. It's, Cheers. It's, yeah, cheers. Cheers to you. It's got kind of like a Guinness-type taste, but it's a little lighter. Ooh. All right, so let's do this. Um, yeah, so we're just going to sit around virtual bar and kind of chat like uh, uh, we would do if we were to meet up at, uh, at you know a conference or something. I mean, we'd, we'd be nerdy and talk about Facebook stuff, I'm sure. But uh, it's that said, it's not going to be a whole lot of structure here. And uh, I want it to be as relaxed as possible. So... Um, yeah, so Post Planner, um, just, you know, kind of tell us a little bit about what, what you guys are doing. So, uh, Post Planner is a Facebook app. Uh, basically we say it, uh, it, it makes it easy to post awesome content on Facebook, which is kind of what it's all about. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a scheduling app, but it also has, uh, some pretty awesome content features help you find uh, content ideas, um, content in the form of blog articles, uh, content in the form of status ideas. Uh, we have a massive database of pre-written status ideas um, that you can search by category. Uh, for example, questions, fill in the blanks, um, even stuff that's date related. Um, so yeah, we, we, we're all about content and scheduling. We, we got a ton of features. Um, one of the cool things about our app in comparison to some of the others out there is that we we're right inside Facebook. So we're a canvas app in Facebook. Um, a lot of our users like that. They're, we're only a click away from the Facebook news feed at all times, uh, via the, the bookmark in the left sidebar. So yeah, that's kind of what we're all about. 
Yeah. We're really uh, we're really working on content right now. So uh, <laughs> working on some pretty badass features that are in the app where you can add kind of you can create kind of a reader, um, an RSS type reader inside your app. Uh, you can add fan pages, Twitter feeds, RSS feeds, and kind of build up uh, with folders as well your own kind of streaming content library. So super excited about it, and uh, yeah, keep watching because it's just going to get more and more robust. Yeah, it's it's a cool tool, man. I, I mean, the biggest challenge, of course, uh, is getting into the news feed of fans. And, you know, the biggest complaint is Facebook's keeping me from – you know, my fans, whatever, which I think is kind of a load of crap. I think most, you know, Ed Drank, uh, Ed Drank is really only a very small part of the equation. I mean, especially people who have an, an international audience, it's like you got to worry about when they're online. Like they're not on Facebook 24 hours a day as much as you want to think they're on there 24 hours a day. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, you know, having tools to help you schedule things out. Um, so it's not, you know, you're not just point, uh, pu- publishing when it's convenient for you, uh, yeah. you know. I love that drink, man. I, I know, I do too. I mean, so what, what are your thoughts it's on it? Facebook's secret sauce, you know. If, yeah. if Facebook didn't have that drink, then it wouldn't be Facebook. Yeah, you know? it'd be Twitter, I right? Don't, I don't understand the complaints about about Ed drink. I think it's uh, it's kind of akin to, I always think about it like, you know, I used to be a musician and, and um uh, you know, I th- I think it kind of compares to a, a musician who kind of grows up in a small town and and everyone knows kn- knows them and they, there's only one pub that they play at and and whenever they play there, all, you know, everyone's in in towns there and they get all kinds of attention and then they move to like the big city and and they don't understand why no one pays attention to them, right? Yeah. And I think that Facebook is a is a massive megalopolis, mm. right? And 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 people who kind of complain about edge rank or kind of they, they, they remind me of those people in, in big cities who are who kind of complain about not getting any attention like no yeah. one pays attention to them what they, they, they have people have too much competition for their attention yeah. right and it's the same thing with facebook um so yeah i'm a big fan of of edge rank and uh i'm glad it exists yeah i agree with you and you know i'm, I'm always always i'm like scared to even say that because it seems, seems like everybody hates it but uh the the thing is, it's like if you didn't have it's Ed Drink, to hate it, you know. It is. It is. It's the cool thing to hate Ed Drink. So it is. You know, which which makes it uncool in a way because everybody hates it. But <laughs> the thing is, if you're not a marketer, like I've never heard one of my personal friends who is not a marketer complaining about how they're not seeing every single thing, especially from brands. Like they don't freaking care, you know, yeah. and um. And and so and what it's supposed to do, the, the problem is there is edge rank in theory and there's edge rank in practice. And as far as I could tell, edge rank works really well. But I'm I'm out, I'm never really sure like where where Facebook draws a line on like how they determine your affinity with with a person or brand and this and that. Because there are some times like on my page where on my time uh, newsfeed where I'm like nothing's really happening right now. <laughs> I feel like something should be coming through there. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering what it is they're hiding at the time. But uh, Well, that's when you, that's when you use lists. You know? No, that's true. That's true. If you need more information, uh, it's, it's not that hard to get it. You, know, you just organize your, your, your feed into lists and yeah. hit each of those lists. And you know, There's plenty of tools to use to, to uh, increase the flow 
of your of your newsfeed. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And the thing is, it's supposed to benefit. Uh, I mean, if you're a brand that has a lot of people highly engaged with your stuff, it'll benefit you. Because what people seem to forget is like, if you go to your newsfeed, you haven't been on all day, and yeah. boop to the top of something that happened ten hours ago that's really active. There's a reason it's up there, you know. It's because yeah. it's because of uh, Ed Rank. and you know what? That could be your stuff. If 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 it's if people are really active with your content, but in yep. particular that person who wasn't online was really active with your content in, in general, that's always going to flow to the top, even when they're not online, because they're not always on Facebook. So yep. people often like to forget that part. And uh, hold on, and uh, leave that out. Leave that out when talking about Ed Rank. The fact it does help you as well as long as you're doing a good job yeah and you gotta you know you, you gotta post consistently and you gotta uh, post good stuff and and you gotta engage and, and get get your fans um you know the affinity with your fans uh, high, as high as you can and it's it's a constant it's a constant battle it's a work in progress so yeah and i mean what i find and i can, and i'm always experimenting seeing like what works and what doesn't to be honest with you because you know, and everyone always says like you know the best time of day is like seven in the morning or whatever the time it is, you know. Um, and obviously that's kind of a bunch of bunk. But for me, like I've got a bunch of people in Australia and the UK, and I'm often finding the stuff that gets the most engagement is something I'm posting at like midnight my time. Yeah, um, which is kind of crazy. But I mean, do you guys have any stats on that on those kind of things? You know, based on the the usage of of your your tools. I'm just curious. Not really. I mean, not not on a kind of global basis. Yeah. Um, you know, we provide we we have an insights panel uh, in our apps. We have some analytics that we provide, and it's on a on a user by user basis. We kind of don't really keep track of the the global stats, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's different for everybody, and and. You know, I, I, I'm kind of skeptical of the whole trying to figure out the best time to post thing. Yeah, that's, I, yeah. You know, I, I think if you're doing well on Facebook, you should be posting pretty consistently through throughout the hours of the day. Not not that you're posting every hour, but you're posting three to four times a day, yeah. varying it up every day, um, just seeing what hits and what doesn't. I don't think there's a whole lot of... I mean, maybe in the future someone's going to figure out some kind of secret sauce to, to figuring out the, the best time. But and I know there's a lot of people who claim to be doing that out there right now, but I'm pretty skeptical of it. Um, yeah. Um, and the other thing is it's like, um, I mean, there's so many factors, especially because of a drink. Right? You could find the best time. And I, I say best time, I'm saying globally because I feel like there can never be a best time globally because if everyone posted, then a drink would throw that out the window. Right? Exactly. They can only fit so much in the newsfeed. So the best time isn't always necessarily when everyone's online or when everyone's posting. It's uh, when you can reach your fans whenever that is. But anyway. Um, and it depends on your goal too. You know, yeah. like different posts have different goals. Like, for example, when, uh, you know, we, we put out a new post on our blog, I, I don't necessarily care if, if I get a bunch of likes on the, the, the Facebook post. What I want is people to click. Yeah. And come to, come through to my website and like the page there, so the likes register there, right? Yeah. And I've noticed that you know the more I target, and especially if I multi-target, so if I take the same blog post and um, tar- you know and, and post it ten, fifteen times to 
10 or 15 exclusive uh, geo targets hmm. or um, gender targets, but they have to be exclusive, right? So the same person never sees the same right. post in the newsfeed. Um, I, we get a huge boost of traffic to our website. And you know what? None of those individual posts get a, get a, many comments. They don't get mi- a whole lot of likes. But when I'm watching like via Google Analytics or something, I'm watching live the stats of the website, I immediately see a huge jump in traffic, right? Yeah. And, and, and also the, the kind of the, the, the share bar on the blog post where it keeps track of the tweets and the, and the likes just immediately shoots up. Mm. Which means that you know when they do that, then those are those are newsfeed stories for all their friends that, that that they see, and you know. So my point is that you know, yeah, if I ask a question like a fill in the blank or something, my goal is to get people to comment. My goal is right. to get likes, right? Yeah. But if I post a link, maybe my goal is to get people to click through and visit my website. So it it, it depends on your goal. Yeah. So I mean, my goal is definitely to get uh, the clicks on on the link. So provide so. Provide a little bit more detail on that when, when you're talking about geo-targeting. Uh, can, can you kind of give a scenario and like exactly what you did when you've done that in the past? Sure. Yeah, so, you know, I, I just started doing this about a month ago and I just had amazing results. Uh, you know, these are for, again, these are for posts where my, my, my main uh, goal is to get people to click the link and, and visit our website and read the blog post and share it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically what I do is I, I, I open up a, a text window and I and I write the um, status text that's going to go with the link, and I just highlight that, and then I have another tab open with the blog post and I highlight the URL, and I just copy the URL, paste it in. So I'm on my page and I'm p- doing it manually. Mm-hmm. Um, a little secret here: we're actually going to you know create a pretty awesome feature that automates this in Post Planner soon. That's going to be coming out. But nice. anyway, for now, uh, yeah, I, I paste in the URL. Uh, I choose, for example, I'll do uh, United States males um, ages, uh, you know, twenty to forty, and what I'm kind of aiming for is about a, a, a thousand, like six hundred to a thousand person uh, possible targeting audience, mm-hmm. uh, because I think if, if if you get that, and then you get you know a hundred to two hundred people of reach, that's a huge reach number, and if you can uh, replicate that across a bunch of different um, posts, then you're going to get a lot of reach. But anyway, to back up, so I'll, I'll take that URL, paste it in, um, you know, choose the right image, go over to the text, copy that, paste that in, go down to targeting, choose United States, choose males, choose age, post. Uh, go immediately back to the, the other tab, copy the URL, plug it in, go to my text, plug in the text, do United States females, um, you know, uh, 20 to 40. And, you know, so I, I basically cover, geographically I do, you know, the United States, then Britain and Canada, then Australia, Ireland, New Zealand, and South Africa, so English. And then I do Europe, then South America, then the Arab world, then India, Pakistan, then Asia, you know. So I do a bunch of different geographical hmm. targets, cover the entire world, but they're all exclusive. Yeah. Right? And I'm telling you, like, in, in minutes, we have a hundred people on our blog. It's crazy. Whereas if I just if I just done that one post, you know, and I know there's this whole thing about you know you want to post a you want to post the link as a photo. It doesn't matter if you post a link as a photo or you post a link as a link. Yeah. If you do it to a global target, you're still only going to get you know 
a pretty small reach, and and you're not going to get nearly the click through rate that it, uh, on this on this technique that I'm describing now. So. Now, you know, I've, so I've never completely bought into the whole targeting post thing, um, but I might just not completely understand it. Um, so since since you're not scheduling it out, what what is the benefit? Of, of targeting individual groups each time you publish like that? Well, my my guess is that, you know, Facebook treats each one of those posts as in another post. So it's going to give it, you know, a certain amount of reach. Um, so if you duplicate all those posts, you're going to get uh, more reach huh. in aggregate than you would by one single post. Interesting. If that makes sense. It, it does. It does. So um, if, yeah. what I was saying is that if you have a target of about a thousand people, you know, a possible range, uh, uh, you know, number of people that could see that post, mm -hmm. you, you're never going to be able to show, you know, you're never going to be able to have all those people see it. Facebook's going to let you see, you know, a, a certain tiny percentage of those people see your post. Um, so if you have, you know, if you publish a post to 15 different targets and they all have a thousand possibility range. And then each one of them hits, you know, fifty to hundred to two hundred to three hundred people. Um, you're going to have a, a a huge amount of reach in comparison to if you publish one post globally, and you know you have you have a, a a much smaller percentage of those people see it. Interesting. See, I've I've never seen anyone explain it that way. Like whenever anyone else has explained it. Um, it's just like, hey, you can reach the people you want to reach, and because my my biggest concern is about uh, the targeting in general is that, like, even when you do it that way, um, you're gonna leave some people out who may have otherwise really wanted to see it. You know, whether it's whether it's because of the the age or it's because the partly because of the way Facebook does the targeting, you can't ever just say like every country but or like this entire yeah, time yeah. zone or something like that. So you're always gonna leave out some countries, and you know. And some people might not, and I'm not really sure how the targeting works, but I, if because if, I believe that some people have their settings in a way where you can never reach them based yeah. on like what they provide, like in like where they live and stuff. Because a lot of times, like with the ads, like if I were to target my own all my fans, it'll always say less than how many fans I actually have, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, is there a way around that? I mean, you're always going to miss some people that way, right? Well, you got to remember that you're going to miss most people. Yeah, yeah. I know, <laughs> most, I know, I know. Just by, just by the nature of edge rank, you're going to yeah. miss most people. So, you know, really, you're, you're just trying to, yeah, you're just trying to increase, you know, and you can go to your page and you can see where most of the fans are. Yeah, you can see, yeah. You know, where, where the, where, where, which countries they're mostly in, what, what gender they mostly are. And you're really just kind of trying to target those people um, because, you know, maybe there are a few stragglers in different countries that, you know, maybe you got a couple people in Zimbabwe or something. Yeah. But, um, you know, and you might miss them. But, uh, yeah, you, for the most part, you're, you're, you're kind of doing the best with what you have available. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think the, the hold up for me is like, so I've been doing it a certain way all this time, and I guess I don't really know exactly who I'm hitting. But I, you know, the the worry is that suddenly, you know, someone who's like some Raven fan is gonna not get my stuff going forward if I keep doing it that way. But 
Well, what, what, tell me this: what What do you typically get when you post a you know a global post, and yeah. not targeted at all? What 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 percentage of reach do you get? Oh, what's that? That would be somewhere around twenty percent, sixteen to twenty percent. That's pretty damn good. I know. I, actually, I didn't even think about a percentage, uh, but I don't know how many how many are actually fans though. But it's typically I get somewhere in the neighborhood of about sixteen hundred, and I've got um, you know. Not a little over nine thousand fans. So, are your uh, are your fans mostly in the English speaking world? Yeah, yeah. My the majority by English speaking being U.S., Canada, U.K., Australia. Yeah, exactly, um, are, are pretty much my my main uh, hotbeds. In India is in there as well. Yeah, yeah. You should. I mean, you know, it. Who knows? It, 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 like all things on Facebook, you know, it's it, it's trial and error. So. Yeah. You know, I, I don't recommend this as a you know the perfect solution for everybody. Sure. I, I, it's just another kind of thing to try. Um, we're we're on this ever changing platform yeah. with ever changing rules and ever changing algorithms, and you know th- th- this constant trial and error is is necessary. Um, and if you get tools that that make that make that trial and error a little bit easier and less time consuming, then you know that's that's what Post Planner is all about. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm I'm always listening because I'm I'm willing to do something different. I mean, the yeah. thing, they got so many people who are like they want to do it the way they're going to do it, and if they're not reaching people, they're just going to be mad at Facebook and and post about how people need to add them to lists, or else no, they're never going to see their stuff and all this garbage. It's like well, you shouldn't you shouldn't be too dependent on 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 Facebook anyway. I mean, yeah. Facebook's a huge. It's got to be a huge component of your marketing, but. You know, if you're completely dependent on Facebook for for putting out your message, then you, you're missing out on some huge opportunities. If, you know, if you don't have a blog, and if you don't, if you're not on Twitter, and if if you're not out in the real world as well, you know, if you're fully dependent on Facebook, then yeah, you're probably, um, you know, edge rank might uh, make you a little bit more frustrated. But you know, you should you should be in other places as well, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's part of why I'm. You know, I've never been all that concerned about all these changes, and, and this is coming from the guy whose app only posts to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and and, um, and I think people were surprised when I wrote a blog post that basically said it was about you know if Facebook blows up tomorrow, but it was um, basically saying that Facebook is not where I put my my emphasis. You know, it's number one is my blog. Number two is my email list. I mean, those are the two things that I can actually control. I don't have to worry yeah. about algorithms or if Facebook just decides one day that you got to pay to reach everybody. You know, they who knows? <laughs> well, Facebook's the top of the funnel, man. Yeah, you know, Facebook's exactly. the top of the funnel. It's it's a huge, giant top of the funnel. And and if you if you're not on Facebook, then you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Oh, but um, you know, it's not the end of the funnel. The end oh. of the funnel should be the product you're selling, the blog uh, that you're posting, uh, services that you're offering. So yeah, it's a way to distribute your message and drive it back to to your product, service, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's absolutely not the end all be all. I mean, and what's funny is that, like with Facebook, um, in the end, I think we just have these really unreasonable expectations as far as how many people we're going to reach. Like, yeah. Twitter is way worse. Like it's because of that crazy no edge rank type feed. Where no yeah. one actually sees anything because it's like I have someone who has crazy poll uh, share something of mine and it'll get retweeted all over the place 
and I'll end up with like 50 referrals from Twitter. I was like, how is that even possible? That's all I get out of that. Yep. Well, part of it is because people just love retweeting crap on Twitter. They don't even like actually click on the link. Yeah, know? but it, but it's also that people, you know, it, it's like no no one has time to click to read all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. I personally don't really, uh, I don't really monitor a, a, a Twitter feed. I I'm pushing content out, but I, yeah. I don't monitor it for that very reason. But I think it also, in a sense, that's my fault. Um, uh, because I think there are tools to, in the same way on Facebook, that you can manage your your um, you can organize your news feed. I think you can do the same thing in Twitter with yeah. lists and stuff. And I just haven't taken the time to do that. But I think the smart people on Twitter um, are are the are, have done that. You know, yeah. people who have followed you know thousands of people. I mean, it, once you've followed more than a couple hundred <laughs> people on Twitter, yeah. your your news feed your your feed is basically a mess. It's just you know you can't. You're you're just you're just seeing flashes of time, and and most of the information is is flowing right by you, yeah. which might be exciting unto itself. But um, anyway, I think there there are, are better ways to manage Twitter, but I just yeah. haven't devoted the time to it. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. And really, there's no there's no time. Like you you've got time to be to do a really good job in one place. Like if you're a marketer, you got time for one place. If you've got time to dominate Twitter and Facebook and write a blog, it's like I don't know where how you're doing business anywhere. You got a team. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so so yeah, for me on Twitter, I just like I I monitor the ads basically, the ads and the DMs. Like I, I don't really like every once in a while I'll look to because I use TweetDeck and every once in a while I look to the side and I'll see like Marcus Sheridan or somebody I know say something and then I might chime in, but I I, I ignore. The, the main feed for the most part you know what I use it for mainly is um, you know inside a post planner there's you know we, we've created as the default in the content section we have a, a post planner folder where the post planner Twitter feed is there uh, so if you click on that Twitter feed you're gonna see all the you know links that I've shared and so I kind of think of it Twitter as kind of a tool that I use to sift all of the information that I come across and yep. put out the very best, you know, articles that I find, yep. and then hopefully some of the people inside a post planner using the content section are gonna, you know, see that kind of content. Most of it's so- social media, SEO, you know, startup world type yep. uh, links. So it wouldn't apply to people in different niches, but you know, that's kind of how I use it mostly to kind of organize the information that I come across, mm-hmm. filter it, and 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 push out the very best content and even in the future I can go back and look through it and you know look through all the the headlines that I grabbed that, that stood out to me in the articles that, that stood out to me in comparison to the deluge of information that I, I see in Google Reader etc. Exactly. That's exactly how I use Twitter and like I'm a Google Reader guy and like I, I'm reading yeah. throughout the day and then I just use Twitter as like a curation tool you know the, the, the best stuff I find because I'm not going to yeah. publish everything to Facebook that's crazy. But, and uh, Buffer is awesome for that. I don't know yep. if you use Buffer, but it's yeah. a great, great app to to do to to um you know especially Google Reader to to easily share stuff from yeah. there. And actually, I've got this kind of complicated system, but so I use Buffer to buffer my own posts. My like my my most recent post, I use Buffer to to schedule it out four times in, in the day, and then I nice. use I use the Hootlet, the Hootsuite Hootlet. To schedule out all the other stuff I find on um, on my Google Reader, so then it mixes them together instead of like you know I got nice. my four posts and then it gets that stuff you know. 
Yeah, so, yeah. So anyway, that's what interesting. So anyway, I think uh, dang, running a little low here, but um, you said something earlier that I was I was curious about. I've been meaning to ask you. You were you were a musician. You're not a musician anymore. What's that all about? Well, I used to be a professional musician, so I you know I I, I played music uh, over in Germany from 2000 to 2005. Had a, a four man band over there and played on the street a ton. Played tons of gigs, you know, full time. So no kidding, you know. Those are the good days. Yeah. What kind of music? I was kind of a mix between hip hop, reggae, uh, ska. Nice. Rock and roll. We had a a, a stand up bass guy. We, we we played acoustic, fully acoustic on the street a lot. So kind of busking style. Uh, my my drummer had a, a cajon, which is kind of a wooden box, a, a Latin American music um, instrument. And uh, yeah, we 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 busted it out in the street all the time. That's awesome. So, uh, but can we still find your music online? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think so. It's uh, my, my band's name was Contradiction, uh-huh. so with a K. Um, so I, I think we 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 have a a page on uh, Reverb Nation, so you can check that out. But um, actually, it's funny you asked, uh, John, because <laughs> I just started getting into it again uh, lately, and I've been writing rhymes again. So that you know, <laughs> I put a lot of rhymes and. And uh, I'm actually going into the studio next week to throw down. So that, is awesome. that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm actually a big like I I don't listen to any music these days, but I, I I'm a big like classic when I say classic old school hip hop and nice. uh, classic R and B buff. Like I I play um, uh, what the heck's that game called? Po- uh, uh, song pop. You play song five at all, and like everyone hates it because all I do is like the classic hip hop and like East Coast West Coast hip hop stuff. I just destroy <laughs> everyone, and no one else knows any of that stuff. But dude, um, how do you not listen to music though? Well, it's just weird, right? I don't know. I, like I, I listen to music like all that old stuff. Like I keep it on my phone. I haven't bought any new music in forever. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's partly because of my environment. You know, I got three boys running around stuff i certainly can't listen to a lot of hip-hop <laughs> so you can't you can't pump up the easy i can't i can't <laughs> so and as it is i'm scared they're gonna dig through my crates of my old cds and find that stuff and like what is this but anyway no so i'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find some of your old stuff yeah man definitely and, and hopefully uh we'll, we'll lay down a pretty fat track next week and i'll uh, i'll get it out to you <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, 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 I'm starting to write rhymes about startup life, you know, because the <laughs> culture I'm in, you know, the, the work I'm doing every day. And, and uh, it's, you know, that's what's on my mind. So that's kind of what I'm writing about. I don't want to go completely off here, but do you watch Workaholics? Yeah, I love it. Because that makes me think of these guys. Because I, I don't know if you know the history of those guys, but they started out right as kind of like a viral video rap group who did, they did, uh, they were like wizards <laughs> and they did, they did songs about wizardry it was freaking awesome because it was like complete contradictions kind of like what you're saying rap music and wizards so i think <laughs> rap music about the startup life would be hilarious yeah those guys those guys are funny man yeah it's a great show all right well i think uh, i think we're about out of time here josh but i appreciate you taking the time coming on uh how you doing on that drink i finished my smithics 
My my pleasure, John. I'm doing well, man. I I I actually I actually took a slug before I got on, so you know I gotta kind of slow down now. You know, <laughs> no problem, no problem. So, uh, what tell tell us whatever you you got. What, what's what's down the pike here for um, post planner? Well, uh, definitely we're 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 trying to beef up this content section. Um, really, what we're trying to do is is get get our users kind of go for this user-generated thing where our users go in there and create a bunch of awesome folders of content, organize their own content um, in their own app, and then we're going to have a – we already have it live, actually. It's a global content library where you can actually search through the folders of all other users um, and easily add their sources to your library. So kind of building, like, uh, building off the work of other users – um, who took the time to go out and find great sources, you can easily just click those right into your own library and use them. So that's that's the big thing that we're we're doing. And, and we're also uh, in the next month or so trying to, you know, get uh, add LinkedIn and Twitter as well. So ah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. I should also point out you guys have been doing a really good job lately on your content, on your blog. Oh man, that's all about Scott Ayers. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, Scott started working for us in January, and you know our traffic has gone through the roof. And uh, he's just prolific, man. He's he's pushing out content um, every couple of days, and it's really high quality stuff. And can't tell you how happy I am to have him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's a good dude. That's just postplanner.com, right? Yeah, postplanner.com, and just uh, I think forward slash blog is the blog, uh, or you can just scroll down to the footer and click blog. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks for thanks for being on. I'll, I'll certainly be keeping an eye on what you guys are doing. Hey, thanks for having me, John. You, you have a good night. You too. Take care. That's it. Thanks again to Josh Parkinson from Post Planner for being on, being on this week's show. Really cool tool. Uh, make sure you check it out at postplanner.com. Also, make sure you subscribe to their blog, which is really very awesome. And as uh, Josh said, you can find Contradiction with the K, uh, his musical group. Just do a search on Google. You can find it on Reverb Nation. All right, so until next time, uh, make sure that you subscribe and, and rate and review this podcast, whether it's on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher or wherever you're finding us. Okay, so until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. <laughs>